What's going on, people? What is going on? This your man, Six Man K Styles, and you are now tuning in to the Six Man Combo. Let's get it. Hold on. We almost messed up there. Wait a minute. Here we go. Hey. We riding. What's going on, people, man? What is going on? As you already know, your boy Six Man K Styles coming through with the Six Man Combo Tip. Thought I'd put a little bit of ride music on for the people, let y'all get in here. Get swerve on, man. And I am your host, Six Man Style. And you already know the man on my stage left. If you don't know, you already know. Mm. Homicide. Suicide. Crazy ass. Mad. Scientist. Mad. My sports, and as you see today, we well, have, hey, we're going to have a very interesting discussion. The first, we have three words. What are those three words, Mike? Real roll call. Roll call, baby. Y'all already know. And today's roll call, we're gonna kick it off like this. We got Joseph Thornton, Raymond Elder. We got the family, Big Ant in the building, Melvin Emery, John Higgins, Pamela Johnson, Bubba Gump, Lowski, ATL Leo. We got one, the Falcon Therapist, another one of our family. That's one of my family right there. Randy Weatherford, Trey Hill, Saint 16, D. Coleman, Ryan Peters, Andrew G, D. Sloan, and Michael Walker. So we definitely appreciate y'all tuning in and Shouts out to the newest member of the six of the K Click, Mr. Andrew G. So we definitely appreciate you. As y'all already know, the membership is up and running. Got a little few things planned for that, so y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. And hey, the music cut itself off. So let's go ahead and get right into it, man. <laughs> hey, man. I think this is. I think this is a very interesting topic because this is one of those topics of discussion that is going to continue 
to be seen out here. And if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Kyle. Damn, I misspelled that at the bottom. It says Kalili. I'm like, bro, was I trying to spell my daughter's name on accident? Kalili. Kalili. I put an extra L in there. I thought I put one L in there. Hold on. Let me get let me get this right. See? See, 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 this is what y'all get over here. Y'all get some of the mess ups too. But as we already know, man, we've been hearing a lot of stuff about Kyle Pitts and lack of lack of usage in the offense as far as the numbers are getting put up. Um, I think what it is, everybody has been kind of expecting to see him have that breakout. Um, be at about 400 yards by now and a couple touchdowns and stuff like that. Um, and it's kind of been disappointing a few guys. Now, before I give my answer, Mike, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts as far as Kyle Pitts, the start that Kyle Pitts is having with the Falcons right now? What are your thoughts on it? Well, I'm glad that you say this because I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again uh, for like the 554 billion time. Uh, from here to Mars to Pluto to the galaxies far, far away. And I'll say it again. These guys have been together less than one year. It's the 10th month of the year, okay? 2002. It's the 10th month, October. They haven't been together a full year yet. The quarterback and the wide receivers, the quarterback and the tight end, the offensive line in its entirety. We got a new left guard, got a new starting center. Um, for the most part, I think Cordero now is the new starter. Even Cordero wasn't the starter last year. He got most of the starts, but he wasn't officially the starter. Uh, Mike Davis was. He played like absolute crap and then – CP did his thing, so he eventually came to start it. But these guys haven't been together long. I'm saying all that to say this. Passing game is all about chemistry. You remember when Matt Ryan used to have those passing camps in the offseason? Mm-hmm. Before he got the training camp. And when those guys got into the game, the Falcons still ended up Leading the league several times in drop passes. You see kind of where I'm going here? Mm-hmm. I'm saying in layman's turn, crap happens. And I told I, I told you that I'm gonna try my best to stop cursing it. All right, so crap happens. I you, you kind of know what I'm saying, but crap happens, man. Wow, crap happens. All right, and Kyle Pitts understands what this process is. That's why you see him, you know, if you guys saw all the uh, videos and you saw all the pictures on uh, on 
Twitter and just all over the internet. Kyle was smiling, high-fiving his teammates because they are two and two. When everybody thought they would win a total of two games, they already done hit that uh, threshold. So at the end of the day, why am I worried about why Kyle Pitts doesn't have catches? Well, Drake London don't have a lot of catches, you know, himself. Um, he has like he has enough, but at the end of the day, these guys haven't played together long. These guys have literally been together for about from when Matt Ryan was traded, what, March. I think it was like March. Yeah, around March, Matt Ryan was traded to October. That's seven months, four months. Four months these guys have been together. We expect them to put up Julio Jones, Matt Ryan numbers, and those guys have been together for 14, for 10 years out of his 14 years. It's, bro, we got to stop with these unrealistic expectations. This is why we always say over and over again, this is not mad. Bro, it's not Madden. These guys will be fine. They will find their groove, either whether it be with Marcus Mariota or Desmond Ritter. They will find their groove. The Falcons will be fine. Kyle Pitts will have plenty of catches. You can look at the uh, Chiefs the other night. The damn, like, how many? That man had, like, five catches in the five, first five, uh, the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And Travis Kelsey. So we will, it will be fine. What we need to be worried about is that guy in the middle of the field who throwing lollipops and bombs all over people's head. You get a lollipop. You get a lollipop. You get one. You get one. You get one. And I'm talking about Chris Dahlman. That's what we really need to be focusing on because the passive game is all about chemistry and timing. So when you get the ball that's going over the guy's head and going to the left, going to the right, that throws off the passing game because as a quarterback, mm-hmm. I talked about this. What a quarterback needs, you always see Matt Ryan, he holds the ball right here. Every quarterback, if you look at the quarterback, he always holds his hand up like this. If that ball isn't coming in the vicinity of his pass catch radius, it's a bad snap. Okay? I'm gonna put it as simple as possible. Just like this. That's it. Just like just like just like a shooter and just like a shooter in the NBA. That's why they call it the shooter's pocket. Mm -hmm. That's where he wants the ball. So, so his timing on his shot can be right. So I get where you're coming from with that as far as the stats. And that's kind of like one of the other things that is kind of going unnoticed. I know with Mariota, I know a lot of people are blaming him on a lot of turnovers and, a lot of bad plays in the red zone and stuff like that. But if you actually look closely at half of those, the problem is the snapping of the damn ball. Now, there may there was a couple of them where Mariota just looked uh, dumbfounded, lost, or made a mistake on them. But when you have certain situations where you're seeing a quarterback expecting the ball here, and the ball either up here or down here, it it destroys the timing because now that's an extra movement that he taking his eyes off of the defense. Mm-hmm. 
And that's where, because I think you and Devontae pointed out, like, the one of the snaps that Mariota had that went high. You said Drake London was open on the slant for a touchdown. But because he went like that and now had to pull it down, it messed the timing up. Mm-hmm. Now, getting back to Kyle Pitts. Here's the, here, here, here's the thing. And this is the one thing a lot of people are not talking about. Is his effect on the running game. Especially this year. Now that they're more focused on running the ball. Kyle Pitts effect on the running game. It keeps a pair of eyes on him. From the defense, it keeps a pair of eyes on him because now they have to double guess themselves. Like, okay, maybe it's play action. Now that slightest hesitation from a safety is the biggest difference between a running back breaking, running for two yards, or breaking for ten. And we're not giving Kyle Pitts his shout-out as far as him blocking. Is it the dominant drive blocking type of blocking that you may think, okay, he ain't, he ain't really a good blocker? What is the definition of blocking? To prevent something from getting past you no matter how you do it Mm -hmm. yeah Kyle Pitts like I say Kyle Pitts understands the assignment right now Drake London is eating Alameda Zacchaeus is making plays Hey man, Kyle Pitts. Hey, like I said, for for what I've seen, Kyle Pitts is actually having a good year. And a lot of times, the good things don't show up on the box score. And this is our problem too: is fantasy football and box score watching. Like you said, stats are important too. Like I said, I ain't gonna say stats aren't important. But when you look at certain stats, you got to also look at why it's happening. What's the situation going on? Why? Mariota is not not notorious for forcing forcing passes on the people. He's not notorious for that. If you're going to bracket our best wide receiver, what did Mark Sanchez say? As a commentator, take what the defense gives you. Hey, if the defense is going to take away Kyle Pitts, that means somebody else is open. Now the creative juices of Arthur Smith has to come and play to get those matchups. This is why 
you're going to see more of Kyle Pitts out the backfield. This is why you're going to see them stack him up, flank him out. We just got to be patient, bro. Kyle Pitts is doing exactly what Kyle Pitts is doing. But we are so enamored by the 150-yard games and touchdowns and stuff that he needs to have every week that we fail to realize all the other things that he's doing to help this team win. Let me give you an example. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use an example here. And Mike, you you might you might like this. And no, I'm not comparing these two players as if he's on this caliber. Clint Capella for my Hawk fans. What does Clint Capella do? Set picks, roll, protect the paint. Mm-hmm. It's not the prettiest role on the court, mm-hmm. but it's just as effective. This is what Kyle Pitts is doing right now. He's getting attention away from other guys so other guys can make plays. What's your take on that? I mean, you always hear us say things about the small, intricate details of football, um, mm-hmm. obviously because they're 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 incredibly important. We talk about punting uh, on the post game show, where mm-hmm. Bradley Pinion, when the Falcons offense stalled, they went three and out. Bradley Pinion ended up, you know, kicking a it was a punt it was about 54, 55 yards somewhere in there, mm-hmm. uh, and they put them in good um they put them back in good field position they flipped the field position um and now those are small intricate details of football now this is where i see a comment and um from alex this this is one of the things i always say is like it's not necessarily true at all all right not true and let me um expand on this Tape is way more important than stats. But you can't get tape if you don't have stats. If nobody's doing anything, there's no such thing as stats. There's no such thing as tape. See what I'm saying? They literally have the five-yard or five-yard line, 10-yard line, 20, 40, 50. You know what I'm saying? You keep kind of understand where I'm going from here. All those stats. Go hand in hand when it comes to tape. You can't have one without the other. Love in the marriage, love in the marriage. It's a hugging horse that carries this. I tell your brother. Man, this Al Bundy still right. talk about that four touchdown game boy he had in high school. Right, he's still, like, he, <laughs> he's still. But like I said, it's, it goes hand in hand. Nothing is more important than anything. Just like in football, the quarterback is not more important than the running back. Right? I think we know that for sure because we haven't had a running, a decent running game in quite some time. If you have a poor passing 
um, a pass protection, an O line. Guess what? It don't matter how many good wide receivers that you have, you can't block for them. So it, they're virtually, you know, uh, it, it counts. Uh, it counsels each other out. So you got to have defense, you got to have special team, and everything work together. So this is what we're talking about. You know, even if you have Marcus Mariota throwing the ball um, better in the passing game, guess what? He's still fumbling the ball. You're still having those issues with the snaps. You're still having tackling issues with the linebacker. You still have those mishaps um, on both sides of the ball, you know, penalties at the wrong time. Grady Jerry ended up getting a, uh, a, a false start on the play. These things happen. So, again, everything has to play uh, work together. So, at the end of the day, what am I saying? Team football. Got to have team football. Those are what champions are made of. Team football. Right. Right. I would say say it's mutually beneficial. I'm gonna put that in a better word for 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 what Mike just said. It's mutually beneficial on on the simple fact that I'm trying to I'm trying I'm trying to say it like this. Stats are kind of like they're like audio books. The tape is the actual book. Mm. That's why I said it's like stats summarize stuff, but you have to use the tape to prove it. How did he get Mm -hmm. those numbers? What do you see here? Is this guy effective in this certain down? Is this guy effective in these certain sequence of plays? So I get where Alice is coming from as far as that point. But you gotta but but you got like I said, the stats is the theory. You gotta have a theory on why and you gotta use the tape to prove it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's the theory. You gotta in order for a theory to be a theory, you gotta have something that backs it. Right. Everything works right. hand in hand. So right. again, you're absolutely wrong. Okay. Tape will not always be because we can look at tape and see a quarterback make a terrible throw. Mm-hmm. But guys like Calvin Johnson, you remember him? Mm-hmm. Well, he just like you just throw the damn ball up in the air. It's a horrible throw, but somehow Calvin Johnson ended up making a great catch. Yeah. You remember that uh, the the throw with Julio Jones or Matt Ryan? Ooh, I think we were playing the Carolina Panthers, and who Matt Ryan made a horrible throw, but Julio somehow I, I think he jumped over a guy like he snatched the ball out of his hand and ended up falling to the ground again. Mm-hmm. This is what we're talking about. Everything works hand in hand you would say all right you looking at that and say damn you know that's a great catch but but right good good 
And, and plus, I think it's kind of subjective. It's also it, it, it is kind of a touch. It's kind of a touchy comparison too, because it's always subjective. Because it's always subjective based on certain players. Mm-hmm. On certain players, Be- right? Yeah, because I'm gonna use an example. I'm gonna use Cooper Cup as an example here. No, 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 no. You know what? No, 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 no. Because that's kind of proving what I'm saying as far as the stats and then using it as the evidence. Like with Cooper Cuff, for example, the theory says 11 catches, 120 yards on 15 targets. But when you look at the tape, you see two-yard hook routes, ball getting thrown out, high volume. I'll use another example, and Alice ain't going to like this. Michael Walker, for example. Yes, he has 11 tackles. He had eight Ooh. solos. But what does well, but what shows up on the tape as well is overshooting gaps, being hesitant mm-hmm. on the field. Yeah. The hesitation. And the you thing about it is you can't have one without the other. You got to have a basis, and then you have got to have something to prove it on. Mm-hmm. Kyle, Pitt's numbers say, Kyle Pitt's numbers say he having a terrible season. Mm-hmm. But what it shows on tape is bracket coverage. Sitting back there blocking a lot more than what you would want them to. And you have a quarterback that doesn't really force passes. So everything everything works well. I was just talking about this earlier today. Yeah, I'm like I could host. I'm good at hosting. But one thing I do know, K Styles is just gifted at hosting. He just bring a certain flavor on a style that I can't mm-hmm. I can't compete with. You know what I'm saying? So you let mm-hmm. people, you know, I'm look, y'all know what I'm good at. All right. That's why y'all subscribe. I yell, mm-hmm. I scream, I bring the facts, I do the stats, mm-hmm. and I'm, we all entertaining at the end of the day. You everybody had a saying gift, but when everybody had a certain gift, but when you bring it together, you got one unstoppable force. And that's the same thing what great coaches can do. They can take film. They can take the stats. All right, why are we averaging 5.5 points a game? For example, mm-hmm. we use a, a guy like Saquon Barkley. Everybody's mm-hmm. looking at Saquon Barkley. Man, look at his Oh, numbers. God. No. Oh, oh, God. You don't know. I got to do it to you. I got to do it to you. Uh, he yards. Oh, he had 100 yards in the game. He had 150 yards. Uh, let's just say he had 100 uh, yards in the game. And you say, all right, he got 15 carries. 100 yards in a game. And then you look at the stats like, damn, that's some pretty good stats. Then you look at the long run, he got a run for 80 yards. Oh, damn, what what he do with the rest of them? You know how, like, this is why stats and film work well together because stats can lie, film can lie, but when you put it together, you come 
to a conclusion. All, all of that works well together, bro. Like I said, it works together. Nothing is one more important. I mean, how many times have you seen coaches like, hey, man, we played great on offense, great on defense, but we couldn't punt or for shit. We couldn't mm-hmm. kick field goals. How many games that we've saw, we've seen where both teams played well and it come down to one damn kick and the kicker misses it? Mm-hmm. Can't have one without the other. other. Because Hall of Fames is based on stats, right? I'm just asking. That's why I say it's subjective because it's going to be dependent on who's looking at what. Players... Levels and free agency is based on the production they put on the field the previous year. So, I'm gonna use an example. Let's say Kyle. Let, let's say I'm gonna use Kyle Pitts as a. Let's say Kyle Pitts. This is his free agency year, and he only puts up 500 yards and five touchdowns. Perfect scheme fit for the Falcons. But teams are going to look at those stats and be like, am I really going to pay this guy such and such? I'm going to have to put him at this level where instead of looking at him as a 12 to $15 million a year guy, they're going to look at him as a 7 to 8. This is what we're talking about. Like you said, you can – Talk about scheme fit. Let's look. Free agency ain't about a damn scheme fit. Let's just keep it real. Everybody gets overpaid in free agency. Why? Because of the previous year they had. This is why players ball out their final years because they know if they get them tremendous stats, money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. money. So, film is for coaches, stats is for money. That's why when players have incentives <laughs> in their contracts, right. they're based on stats. Based on stats. And then you want the extra $10 million, then you got to say, all right, mm-hmm. are you a guy that's mm-hmm. being roll coverage? That's how, six, that's how Julio Jones got that 60 extra because – he was one of the guys that was most important on the Falcon right. team that, you know, and this is why I met with Cooper Cup. I say it time and time again. Cooper Cup is a great receiver, but he's a high-volume catcher. Great catcher, right. great route runner, but he's a high-volume receiver. He doesn't demand the coverage mm-hmm. that a Julio Jones, uh, a Hopkins, a AJ, in his, uh, AJ uh, Green in his prime. Those types of guys. He doesn't command that type of attention like a Julio Jones. You can look at the tape for yourself. So, All right? There's a yeah. reason why he was a low draft pick. It was a reason why he's a low draft pick right there. Right. Yeah, Southside here said Barkley looks like rookie Barkley, though. He's been great, but, yeah, he's more of a home run here. Yes. Because he could have 150 yards, but if 80 of those yards come on one run, on if he, he – and this, this was Saquon's thing. 
and I know somebody who was a Giants fan. Um, Saquon Barkley got 24 rushes for 120 yards and a touchdown, right? Out of those 24 rushes, one rush went for 80 yards. So if you take away that 80 yards, he had 23 rushes for 40 some yards. That's about two yards of gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what we got? Right. Yeah. Because when players get these contract incentives, the incentives don't have anything to do with scheme fit or nothing. These motherfuckers get paid on what stats they put up. Mm-hmm. Perfect marriage of stats and tape matching up Aaron Donald, the total package. Man, you look at him on tape, he's dominating. And then you look at his stats, it's proven that he's that. So he get that's why he mm-hmm. got the richest contract out of from a defensive player mm-hmm. because he's getting the stuff because he's getting the stats. But when you look at his numbers compared to Grady J, when you look at the total tackles for losses, the sacks, and then you look at the tackles, him and Grady Jared is always neck and neck when it comes down to those tackle for losses and stuff like that. But the difference between Aaron Donald and Grady Jared and why he's getting that top end money, that that money that he's getting is because he's getting those sack numbers. And that's what K Style mm-hmm. was talking about. He getting them twenty six. Uh, Grady Jarrett not getting them twenty six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But both of them dominate. They completely dominate the games. Exactly. Grady Jarrett has been an absolute nightmare for defense, like offenses this year. Dude already got three and a half sacks. I'm on four sacks mm-hmm. <laughs> this year. Right. 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 Aaron Donald called that Mariota interception of Ramsey. He blew that play up. Mm-hmm. That was the only play Aaron Donald made that whole game. Whole and it game. came through. And it came through when they needed it the most. And just like D. Coleman here said, that ain't showing up on the stat sheet. And yes. All right, man. Hold on. All right, all right, man. Hey, definitely appreciate the five. Appreciate the five. We 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 throw some fire in the chat, boy. We throw some fire in the chat. Five. I'm gonna throw five dollars, man. Maybe you can start some five dollars. Five dollars. Let them get a a, a a Big Mac or uh, give them a hamburger. Nah, that, 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 damn it. We gonna we 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 working on the um OG Chauncey uh forty dollars. <laughs> Help a brother. Yeah, $40 for it. $40 for it. Help him get $40 for the day, man. <laughs> but, but yes, tape doesn't lie, but players get paid off of stats. Mm-hmm. This is, like I said, it's, it, 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 it's, the, it's the nature of the business. Because I have, I'm, 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 I'm having an idea here. Cause I think we might need to um have a, a little one on one talk here. Hmm. You think really? you, you 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 think so? Hmm. You think so? 
But before we do that, I gotta do a damn light check right quick, man. Well, oh, go. I forgot. Oh, all oh, we got the. I already got five dollars. Appreciate the five dollars for the burger. <laughs> Definitely appreciate that, man. Definitely appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that, D. Coleman, with the five dollars. <laughs> Hey, shout out to the pole man podcast because that's his thing right there. That's what he always say. Help a brother out. <laughs> hey man, y'all, y'all dope, man. We love y'all, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Damn, Antonio Holloway brought out a name here. He said Kenny Galladay. Lord, oh man, oh gosh, mm-hmm. ouch, that is something, yeah, yeah, man, definitely. But I'm gonna read a few comments here. Let's go ahead and put some little, in, little intermission music. <laughs> no, so you can go break the guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's even better. Five dollars a month. Hit that um, hit that uh, join button for the membership. Y'all give them five dollars a month. That's even better. <laughs> they really appreciate it, man. But we're gonna, like I said, we we gonna hit y'all with a little minute intermission so we can get y'all vibing in here. Mm-hmm. Workflow, Dre said, pimp red pill. Red pill style. I like Lord have mercy. I I meant I I mentioned a pole man podcast and I'm red pill style now. Ain't this something? Of course, I'm talking about that's some inspiring elevator music. That's some dope ass. That's some dope music. Yeah, I can hear. That's why I hear corrupt. On this track right here, I, I know, I right? This is something that he real. I can hear corrupt spice one. <laughs> Ooh, spice one, yeah, spice one. <laughs> Nate so look, look, Nate Dog. I like, yeah. Mm. Ryan Peoples here said the Christian Kirk contract. Right. Hold on. Southside said he could hear Snoop Dogg on this thing too. Oh yeah, oh, of course. What? Oh, this is West Coast, baby. Let's see. All right, we got enough life, man. <laughs> of course, of course. This is the music from the part of the movie where they planning the bank heist. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Wiz and Currency put out good music. They, they, uh, what's the name of that damn album? Yeah, they, yeah, this is some. Yeah, this is some. Oh yeah. All right, let's go ahead and cut that off, man. I just want to make sure, just give y'all a little chance to, to relax, enjoy yourselves, hit the like button, hit subscribe. Just chill out with it. This is this is what we do over here, man. 
We want to make this as a family atmosphere. Well, a barbecue atmosphere. I'm not going to say family atmosphere because there's too much cussing over here. Man, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mike can't be cut. Uh, uh, can't be trusted. Right, right. But, yeah, yeah. So, kind of getting back on the Kyle Pitts tip. We kind of got away from it as far as talking about stats versus tape, man. Kyle Pitts understands the assignment. Oh, man, rounds one with the $10 super sticker, man. Hey, Definitely man, appreciate cool. that, man. <laughs> we definitely appreciate that, man. Um, Red Swamp said, where the Aints fans at in this chat stand up represent? Oh, no, nah, you, you know, they lose. <laughs> uh, you know, when they lose, they, you know, they, they, yeah, they, they, lose, they, they, they disappear. <laughs> they disappear like an atomic bomb is coming. But yeah, yeah, like I said, I don't know why I just, just got that image. Booyaka, booyaka, six one no, 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 you know what? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I know what you said. I know, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. He was like, <laughs> I don't know why I was That's all I saw. That's all I heard. Watch the wash out. Watch, I watched it. Watch out. Fresh out. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, so like I tell Falcon fans, the problem is we let fantasy football, we let we let fan, and this is what I'm just saying, we let the media and this fantasy football deteriorate us from what the game is actually about. This is this is and like I said, we have to realize the Falcons run pass ratio so far this year is 55 45 55-45 55 runs, 45 has last year it was 69-31. Second mm. worst ratio in the league. That's a dope stat. So they flipped it. The mindset of this office is completely different. You see how stats can be good? <laughs> you see what we just did? We just yeah, unintentionally we did that. that. <laughs> we just unintentionally did that. Hold on. Let me see something right quick. I want I about to say, Mike, you want to get something off, off your chest or something about that while I look this up? Because I wish I had this thing set up, but I need to look at something. <laughs> No, that's um, I mean that's like what, what you were saying. That's why I say like when you look at stats, stats are a good thing. Okay. Film is a good thing. All that play together, you know. It it, it like I said, it goes hand in hand. It's like this is one this is one reason why we wanted to change the culture because we were passing the ball. We're giving more opportunities for teams. Look, just think about it like this: if you give teams more opportunities to sack you. 
you're going to get sacked more times. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. So if you don't give them the opportunity to sack mm-hmm. you, what, what I mean by that is running the damn ball because you're not giving the team the opportunity to sack you. You see where we're going with this? The offensive mm-hmm. line can't give up sacks if they're not actually throwing the ball. So throw the ball less. And if the offensive lineman is giving up sacks, he don't get paid. <laughs> it could be a beautiful thing, people. It's it's purdy. It, it, it's very purdy out there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it's ugly purdy. Before our before um last week games, I don't know where the rate is now. The punts for a game, I think it was like two. It was two, or two, it was three, like two two points a game or something like that. We still two. We still at two point three. Two point three. Okay, two point three. We tied with Seattle. That's what I'm looking at right now. We 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 still at two point three. So we're doing something good on offense. <laughs> if you're not punting the ball, one of the things we used to couple can't complain about is damn, we can't punt. Well, we never looked at it last year. Like why the hell are we punting so much? Hmm. I think they said the Falcons had the the Falcons had one of the uh, I think their three and out rate was like the fourth lowest in the league. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something like that. Uh, you see how you see how numbers can be pretty good. You see why we were talking about mm-hmm. how, it <laughs> you see how that exactly. Exactly. We're kind of smart over here. I think we kind of smart. I think we're a little, little, little mm-hmm. we got a little something up here. We ain't all, all fun and jokes. <laughs> oh, we uh exactly. Um I'm trying to see if it's right here because I'm I'm sitting here looking for something. Let me see. Points per play margin. Okay, I don't see I don't I don't see it over here, so I wish I had it better prepared so I'll know next time. But yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, 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 Bucho. Yeah, I, I said that pretty ugly. This is why we said this is why this is why we deemed the Falcons offense the butterhead offense. It ugly as hell, but the body is right, which means something is right. Despite the aesthetics of, ugh. I mean, you guys had them ugh mugs in your life, but that's besides the damn point. Um, Brandon D here said, "I've been telling people about Kyle Pitts run blocking ability. Why are we about to have another two hundred yard running game?" Yes, Kyle Pitts plays a part in it. Man, he he was blocking well this game. I don't know if people paid attention, but he was. Bro, he's really improving as a blocker, bro. It's scary, mm-hmm. this dude, man. Right. It's scary. That, that, like, all the skills that he's developing right now, man, look. Mm-hmm. That dude's going to be a complete uh, tight end when they come. Right. Exactly. Which doesn't show up on the stat sheet, neither. Mm. Pancake blocks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great blocks don't show, that, 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 that don't show up on the stats. Right. And in order for your run game to be effective, 
who has to be effective blockers outside of your offensive line? Your tight ends, tight ends. and your wide receivers. And as we know in the Super Bowl, our running backs got to be able to pick up blitzes and stuff. Because Daryl Hodges damn near pushed his guy to the bleach. Boy, boy, bro. Mm. When I, I didn't see it during the game, I wasn't paying attention. But when I went back and saw the table, I was like, <laughs> wow. I'm going to ask anybody a question. Did y'all see Kadero Hodges on that Algier run? I'm asking. And shout out to Jew Talk Sports who just, just chimed Jew. in on it. Jew had that, man. But I want to ask y'all. Did y'all see Kadero Hodges on that Tyler Algier run block? I'm just waiting on some answers. So. <laughs> Brian Peoples came with another stat. He said, we're 10th with 21.5 first downs per game. Mm. Better, but, mm. Mm. Well, you better say that shit. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so numbers do numbers do count for something. Uh, mm-hmm. But like I said, that goes back to what we talk about. Um, we talk about the theory. And the evidence. Mm-hmm. Last year, the Atlanta Falcons averaged 18 first downs per game. Hold on, I'm gonna let me put this up here so y'all can see what I'm talking about. Oh boy, it's pretty much gonna be the same site. K Styles, boy, K Styles feeling it tonight, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey man, this is all because of Noah. Uh, uh, the the type of professor that got me into yeah. I, look, he 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 look. Mm-hmm. Noah is. His, he he mm-hmm. he's very sneaky. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this he's is what looking he at numbers about. when you ain't even realizing it. Right. So this is what he talked about. Tenth in the, let me see. Can y'all see that? Okay. Now look at the very right side. That is what happened in 2021 so far. That that's mm-hmm. what happened. That, that was our thing in 2021. Now, if I click 2021. Oh boy. That was a 39, 29th. If I last year, Falcons were 28th in the league last year in first downs per game. That's oh wow. Last, that's last year. And then you already have a defense that's you know, don't have a lot of playmakers, so they on the field a lot longer. So you're playing defense with a team that's not very talented. So what you expect gonna happen? <laughs> they gonna run the damn ball on us. Right. They're gonna control the clock. Right. That's why it's important for us to have a running game. So when our defense isn't playing well, we can control the clock. We can extend the game. Mm-hmm. A lot more, a, a lot longer. We can extend the game by saying, "Hey, our defense is not really playing it. Let's run the ball." Versus you come out throwing the ball like we've done um, plenty of times on the Matt Ryan 
the offense doesn't have a good um they, they don't play it passing the ball well you can't block well guess what it's a lot more three and out so you don't get opportunities to help your defense out to get them off the field but they're not very good this is how good teams make this is how teams make it to the playoff because their ability to protect one another the offense protects the defense by controlling the clock running the ball and keep continuously getting first down that's why they put so much emphasis on throwing the ball on first down and converting on third down. Mm-hmm. And the defense, you help the offense out by stopping and getting by stopping them on third down and turning the ball over. Right. And I think one of the most important aspects of the team that goes unnoticed every game is those punts and field goals. Special teams. Mm-hmm. Getting, you know, getting those punts inside the 20. Exactly. Not missing field goals in key situations. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh, I just, ooh. Good God. Hold on. I got another one for you. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all ready for this? Mike, you ready? I think you're going to love this one. Let me put some more numbers out here for y'all. <clears throat> what was the Falcons' problem? What has been the Falcons before this year? What has been one of the major problems for the Atlanta Falcons as far as the the team and the the team? Say it again because I wasn't listening. I, I, I see that. <laughs> I said, what has been one of the major problems that the Falcons have had for the past few years? Is using the run game to get those first downs, right? You get the first down. Yep. Ooh, man. Let me show, let me show I know where you let go me. with this. I know because I saw it last Oh, man. What does that say on my screen? Yeah, I did see that. I, wow. Yeah, I saw that. Most of our, we were, that, and see, that's why I was talking about with the Rams last year. They didn't have a running game, so they were using their passing game to get first down to keep the clock running. This time, mm-hmm. the Falcons are doing it the opposite way. They're running the ball to keep the clock, the clock running. So when teams start to key on the run defense, that's, just, that's when – they're going to focus on passing the ball to Drake London and Kyle Pitts. So mm-hmm. it, they're really just taking what the defense give them until the defense decide, like, look, we are no longer going to let y'all run this damn ball like this no more. So guess what the Falcons going to do? All right, y'all going to do it? All right, well, y'all not going to let us run? Mm-hmm. Let's pass the ball to Kyle Pitts. Right. Uh, of course, we have more issues than this, but I just want to put this out here, too, because this is what helps your defense stay fresh, too. It helps your defense stay fresh, and it it, it, it sets a mindset. It sets a tone of dominance for your offensive line, too. Falcons. Average nine first downs rushing per game. Look who is number one. Look who, look, 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 
Look who oh. number one. You see that? This thing? is updated. This is updated after Sunday's game. So look who is number one. Mm-hmm. Now look all the way to the right at 2021. Ooh. Hold on. I'm 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 gonna highlight the Falcon stuff. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. This is what happens when you don't put your quarterback in a situation to where he's going to get hit. This is what helps your defense stay fresh on the field. Yes, you could throw the ball for first down. Throwing the ball for first down looks good. But are you really setting a tone? Jew always like let's say you hear Jew say it all the time. You hear LT say it all the time. Your offensive line sets the tone. How do you set the tone? How does your offensive line set the tone? We're gonna run for this first down. So I want to go this way. I don't want to go that way. God damn. My bad, y'all. I done hit my ear with my knuckle. That shit hurt like hell. But, <laughs> but if you look at that comparison right now, that's a major comparison, bro. That that that's some major shit right there. That's five first downs, and if you average that. Um, if you go from an average, I just say, all right, five first down. Um, and those are typically about four plays. Let's just say three plays just to be on because fourth down, you end up passing. So let's just say right. the, the clock is what, 45 seconds? Or is it? Mm, what, uh, uh, 40 seconds. 40 seconds, right? 40 seconds. Yeah, 40 seconds. So 40 seconds, 40 seconds. Um, and it's 15, 40 seconds, 40 seconds. Uh, it's 80, 160, turn around, 60. That's about uh, two to four, about, about three. Let's just say three to four minutes um, per position that you're taking off um, the clock. Mm-hmm. So you time that by two or three in this instance. That's eight minutes, 12 minutes off the clock. So basically what I'm saying is for a whole quarter, you pretty much just dominated the time of position just by getting first down. Mm-hmm. And you keep the defense off the field and fresh. And then what else I got on my screen is what the passing first downs are for the Falcons. Do you see the do you see the balance Ooh, though? Yes, you see, do you yeah. do you see the balance? This mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about. This is balance. Mm-hmm. You went from I think it was what about nine you and went, then nine and look, yeah, that's about yeah, it's about that balance. Same. It's the same, it's the same for this mm-hmm. year so far. But if you look at last year, it was eleven to four. 
mm-hmm. 11 passing first downs per game to four rushing first downs per game. That's kind of a stat that you really don't think about, but it's kind of letting you know what the mindset of the team is, and especially when you don't really have the necessary pieces that could really conjugate wins like that. It's like, damn. No wonder we were 69 and 31 in pass run <laughs> ratio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, Mariota is not the Mariota is not the long term answer. Yes, we Kyle, all we all know that. Yes, we're disappointed that Kyle Pitts is not having putting up the numbers like he we want him to do. But what does Malcolm X always say? By any means any necessary. Means necessary. What did Herman say? You play to win the game. So you play to win the game by any means necessary. If they can't stop you from running the ball, guess what you do? You run the damn ball. We literally got two wins running the damn ball. That man said we bet that man said in a, uh uh on the uh uh in a on the game Sunday that he just like look we just gonna run the damn ball because I said to myself I said they can't they can't stop the run mm-hmm. Cleveland tired. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I saw it in the third minute. Actually, we was in our chat, and I was like, "Yeah, they can't, they can't stop the run, and they getting tired." Soon as I said that, the fourth quarter came. That man just said, "Let the hell with passing the ball. I'm gonna run the ball now." Mm-hmm. This is a good question right here. Do you guys think when Mayfield is healthy, do we plug him back with how great or O line is playing? Nah, don't bro, don't fix. What you would yeah, what you what you don't do is if the chemistry is right right now, you don't break that. Nah. They playing well do right I, now, just let them do their mm-hmm. thing. This is why Caleb Huntley ended up on the 53 man roster. This is the exact reason why. Because he him running well against Cleveland, they want to see if he they want to see if he can do it again against Tampa Bay. They're gonna give him the opportunity to do so. I mean, yeah, CP being on IR kind of helped with it as well. Let Caleb Huntley. See if he can replicate what he did. See if Tyler Algier can replicate what they did. All that's going to do is going to help CP. That's going to make CP more dangerous. Because now you don't have to put all the carries on him. 
And now Cordero Patterson will basically be the guy that you brought him here to be. And that is a X factor. He'll be a guy that you don't know what the, uh, well, he's already a guy that you already know. Don't know what the hell they going to do on offense. But can you imagine putting a guy out there like that where you ain't got to put so much damn on his shoulders? Like Nathan Floyd here said the best, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. And Let me let me say this real quick because I hear I, like I already see the backlash and everybody like hell no don't put him in there. Y'all say the same thing about Caleb McGear. Y'all was actually screaming and yelling uh, uh, like like could, like really like going out of your way. Y'all doing jumping jacks and like uh, y'all was really excited that we didn't give Caleb McGear that fourth on that fifth year option. And look what happened. He playing mm-hmm. out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. And we said time and time again, you do what these guys do well, you're going to get the best out of them. Mm-hmm. It's not too late for anybody, any one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Alex Mack wasn't always Alex Mack. He got better in time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just like that. Like I said, I'm just like this. Like I said, and I think this is where they were going with it. It wasn't so much of like the whole Kayla McGarry thing. I, it's just more so of like. No, nah, I'm talking about Jalen Mayfield. I'm talking about Jalen Mayfield. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. They, they're not. They're not looking at it as okay. No, he's no, no. I, I know this person. This person they're talking about. Hell no, don't put him in there. Oh, okay. So and that's what I'm that. talking about. Like there's a there's time for people to develop. It's the same thing mm-hmm. I said about Isaiah Oliver. Everybody would have said mm-hmm. the first two, three, two years, Isaiah Oliver here in Atlanta, he was like, hell no, he's a bust. Mm-hmm. And then magically the third year, when you made those adjustments in his game, highlighting what he does well, he ended up being a solid player. This is what we're talking about when you draft these guys. Duke Riley, right now, we were talking about this earlier today. Everybody thought he was an absolute bust. And he's quietly put together a solid, you know. Um, he's he been solid in Miami. Career. I ain't even gonna tell you. He's been solid. Do we gotta Devondre go to uh, Devondre Campbell? We was talking about this, so it's not too late for these guys. Oh, we oh. said it. Oh, we said it. Oh, 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 oh. We had to just me, my the conglomerate. We had a discussion, and it was pertaining Deion Jones. Yeah. I wonder if y'all remember this quote-unquote name, because I remember this was the in that draft in 2016 when they talked about linebackers. Woo, case that was not. Yeah, I'm finna do. I'm finna go there. Who was the linebacker in that draft that the whole city of Atlanta looked at and said, damn it, we got to have him? Let's put some weight music on, child. You had to do it, then. You had to do it. That's the question for the. Mm, mm. 
See, y'all get trivia on this channel, man. Look, bro, y'all gotta hit that subscribe button, man. Y'all only get, you get tested. You get battle tested over here, man. I want to see some answers. <laughs> Somebody say, I don't damn remember. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear this name, you're going to be like, oh, damn. We're going to give it about a couple more. We're going to give it about another minute to see if anybody going to guess it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they don't they don't remember. They don't I remember. I remember this correctly. This man was a can't miss. This was in 2016. This was this oh, was in 2016. Not that guy, hell no. Not Reggie Ragland. Hell no. Leonard Floyd, no. All right. Dude, right, no. Okay. So nobody has any idea because I remember in this particular draft that he was supposed to have been the next superstar linebacker. And they said the Falcons were fools to pass on this guy. This was the one they chose Keanu Neal instead. Mm. Oh, well, y'all give up. <laughs> so, I think somebody had the answer right there. Yeah. Yep. Mr. Darren Lee. Do we? From Ohio State. Do y'all remember that name? Yeah, everybody see it. Like I said, everybody said it was Darren Lee. Mm -hmm. Darren Lee was supposed to been it. He get total package. He's fast. He got the athleticism. He can mm -hmm. like big man. They said everything. He can rush the pass or he can cover. They said all and the, of it. And the foul. And they said the Falcons were fools to pass up on this guy. Um, do y'all think the Falcons made the right choice now? <laughs> Ephraim said, who the hell is that? <laughs> Damn, boy. <laughs> Big Ed said, dumpster juice. There was another linebacker prospect that the Falcon media want the Falcons to take a crack at, too, that went down this same damn road. 
Wait a minute, got Darren Lee played with the Raiders last year? What the hell? He did? <laughs> he, this, he played for the Chiefs right now. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> bro, I, bro, I, I swear, I swear to you, I didn't even know this dude was still in the league. Good God. That boy played for four different teams. So. <laughs> hey, these folks looking like, boy, oh, hell no. <laughs> but, man, what are we talking about? Y'all, look, man, stop paying into these damn combine numbers and all that stuff. You're going to end up depressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, the Arizona Cardinals are still trying to figure out what the hell Isaiah Simmons is. Woo, boy. I remember when somebody was so upset when we didn't trade up to get Isaiah Simmons. Boy, boy, boy. He's a can't-miss prospect. Look at him. Oh, we talk, We saw uh, Tweety Bird on the sideline. Oh, yeah, we saw. Oh, yeah, we saw. Who the hell did he get into with? All I know is he got into it with somebody. I'm like, I'm like, bro, you just got with the team last week. Who you fighting with now? That dude, that dude is retarded, man. Excuse me, but something wrong with that dude up in the head. Like, something really wrong with him. You suck. Play better. Damn, this is what we're talking about, about people. When they get – look, when you make bad plays, you're going to get criticism. Mm-hmm. You're going to get criticized anyway. Stop being so damn sensitive about I'm everything. I'm like, bro, you just got – dude, you just got to the Rams last week. What the hell did this dude just say to piss you off like that? Nigga, you played bad, you just played bad. So oh, me like, bro. Man, you'll be talking about me like that. I'm talking <laughs> I'm with Kelly. I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Cali. We don't play that out of Cali. Okay. Apparently, you done played out in, on three different Cali teams that got cut by all three of them. All three of them. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> One, two, three. Y'all thank Dan Quinn for that one. He had to have him. Traded up to get him. What I tell you? Because be, 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 because that that draft right there, that was the Buddha Baker draft. We needed Buddha Baker that year. I was so mad. When or at least up. TJ, like I said, TJ Watt, Buddha Baker, one of those two. I was Dang so mad when we passed up on Buddha. I, I like, oh man, that still hurts me to pass up on Buddha because he would have been the perfect yin to uh, Keanu Neal, man. Yin to yang to Keanu Neal. Mm. That's a perfect duo. But he picks, he picked Tack over Buddha. That's how. <laughs> 
Oh, everybody talking about. I guess I guess we can go ahead. You want to end with that? Because I know they asking about what's going on with Tom Brady. We can end it on. We can end it on that. Um, what's wrong with Tom Brady? He's a damn fool. I'm just keeping up. I don't know what his home like. I don't know if Jill. What well, how the hell ever say your name? I don't know how the hell you say your name. Giselle Bunch. Giselle Bunch. Um. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I don't know, but I can tell you this. Bro, you're 45 years old. Sit your ass down. Watch your kids. Play with your kids. Because at some point, and like I said, this has nothing to do with him just, like, my quote-unquote hateful. you 45 years old, bro. Make sure you have, like, make sure your home life straight before you, like, Put your everything into football because what you won't get back nine times out of ten is to redo those mistakes. You ain't gonna get a chance, another chance. Most people are not gonna give you another chance to redo a marriage, you know, or, or you know, a rekindle a relationship. You're not gonna get that opportunity. And these dudes out here playing football. This motherfucker out here playing football. He's 45 years old. <laughs> this dude D. Coleman ain't shit. He said Tom saw that A B pick and called it off. Mm-mm. But what the lesson shows to you here is, and this is even like for us and people that are watching the game and people that are critiquing the game as well. At the end of the day, it's still a game. Um, like I said, if you have your family, and like I said, it, like I said, with professional athletes and families, as fine, like I said, it, that, it's a beautiful thing and stuff like that. You got to make sure that your home is taken care of. Your wife is worth over $400 million. You ain't going to find another woman like that. <laughs> Not to actually give a fuck. Exactly. A woman that got $400 million and she like you? She want to marry you? And she She's was like that before she, and, 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 and she was worth Almost that much before she even married. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you not going to... All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Problem. Yeah, man. Like I said, at the end of the day, it is a game, but don't let it... And this is why us as fans, too, and this is why I don't really can't stand, like, seeing people out here trying to take it so serious to where it's like, okay, yeah, this is life. Your ass ain't on the field. Like I said, it's a game at the end of the day. You can talk your shit about your team, but when you start trying to take shit personal or try to take it to the personal side of the game, just because this person is a fan of this person, like I said, it it ain't worth it, bro, because at the end of the day, man, who can you run to? To fill this empty space. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, though y'all y'all didn't know yet. Giselle Bolton worth over four hundred million dollars. Yeah, she at home watching your kids too. Man, <laughs> man, please. Mm-hmm. I'll be the damn maid for a woman that got more than $400 million. Yeah. <laughs> right down, right you got to do that. Look, play All football. You do. Mm-hmm. So, let's see how, but like you say, you'll see how it go. You know how a lot of this stuff go. It could be smoke and mirrors. It could be whatever. But like I said, this is a distraction. And this is a distraction a guy don't need, especially – I mean, it's good for us because we need to whoop, <laughs> right. we need to whoop that ass. Right. Mm-hmm. I guarantee, I guarantee you, it's gonna be some crazy ass Falcon fan that's gonna come up there with a post of Antonio Brown. Bro, uh, they look, 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 they're gonna have so much fun with this, and that's why I say it ain't worth it, man. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you gonna go back to that house, mm-hmm. no kids, no wife. All alone, and you're gonna be too old to play football, and you're gonna be looking at yourself and say, Was this shit worth it? Right, that's why you have to follow. Look, that's why you have to follow OG Chauncey's um way of like that's why you gotta follow the OG. He said, $40 goes a long way. But we're gonna go ahead and end the show on that. Man, it's just, that's fucking hilarious. But yeah, but yeah, definitely we're gonna end we're gonna end it on the note where we're just gonna say it like this. Kyle Pitts is fine. He will be fine. Mm-hmm. This is where we this is where it said it's coming, people. It takes time, people. Damn, Southside, you ain't shit. He said he'll be alone, but at least he'll have his seven rings. Seven rings don't mean a goddamn thing. All you're going to be doing looking at him like this. (laughs) I wonder what I can do with these seven rings right now. Okay, let's go ahead and end the goddamn show. <laughs> that was just so inappropriate. That was petty as hell. They're going to have you know mm-hmm. So, Jake, is that you, Jake ATL? <laughs> oh, man, no, bro. Hey, no, man, right at the end of the day, man, let, let's keep it real. <laughs> and right. what Tom Brady is dealing with right now is what every other player having to, having to deal with. They're not going to sit back and just watch you live it up, get praised, while they just sit at home watching babies and like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. That woman tired of that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why a lot of these. That's why if you notice, a lot of these athletes get divorced because they these some of these um players wise be um be 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 sidestepping on these be late night tipping on these goddamn 
only four of these guys on the road. What are we talking about? Let's keep it real. The only oh, one that probably the, the only one that probably ain't doing wasn't doing that was Philip Rivers' wife, because damn it, she got pregnant every year he was in a damn league. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> he did not quick, but mm-hmm. that's why he did it, boy. Like, oh, you, oh, oh, you think you about to get? And he, oh, wanted, you he like, oh, you think you fit? Oh, you think you finna get some side, <laughs> some side, some side dizzy on the side? Girl, I'm finna knock your ass up. You ain't finna get shit. <laughs> not a dang on thing. Oh, okay, all right, man. People, we had we had a little fun here at the end, man, talking about that, but it was real serious at the same time. So make sure y'all go ahead and continue to subscribe Six Man K Styles as well as Mad Mike Sports. Um, make sure you tune in tomorrow for the heavy hitters, three keys, yeah. Falcons, Buccaneers. So we're going to see plenty of Buccaneers fans coming in the chat tomorrow. So Ooh, boy. You already know how that's about to go. And make sure you subscribe to Utah Sports as well, man. Help get to that 2K. Feel our sports. Atlanta Falcon Nation. Georgia Sports Nation. Till next time, people. We ain't here to play. We mm-hmm. here to stay. You ain't gotta yeah. go home. Yeah. But you gotta get the hell up out of here. Deuces. Deuces.